what's up you guys welcome back to me and you tv reviews i am your host mo and today we will be discussing american horror stories season two episode five titled bloody mary okay you guys so disclaimer before we even get started i <laughs> i watch too many a uh, spooky crime true story shows so I won't be referring to Bloody Mary too much as Bloody Mary. Look, I done already said it three times. Glad I ain't standing in front of a mirror. But either way, so the episode starts off with a girl going into a dark room and she's saying Bloody Mary three times. And then, of course, she's standing in front of a mirror. So guess what? She gets snatched. So then it pans over to a group of girls. It's four of them. They're all pretty black girls. And so they are doing their their makeup in the mirror. And Elise says... What's the point of saying Bloody Mary? She just gonna scratch her eyes out. And then Lena, her friend, says she can see into the future. And so then Maggie chimes in and she's like, I wonder if she'll be able to tell me if I'm gonna get back with River. And so then Bianca, who is, (laughs) she's the little sister of Elise. We, We come to find that out a little bit later on in the episode. But she was just like, dang, is there anything that you wouldn't do for a man? And so Maggie is just like, you know, me and River belong together. So I'm not really stressing about what you're talking about. Then they go on to say, well, maybe Bloody Mary can help us find Bianca, man. And so then Bianca chimes in and she's just like, can we talk about something real? Like, this is so shallow and basic. So then Lena chimes back in and she's like, this is real. And so they all, um, they turn the lights off. They start saying Bloody Mary. They say it two times. And then Bianca Herp and flips the lights back on. So the rest of the girls are kind of just punking around. She's like, you know, don't be a baby about it. It's just a game. And so Bianca was like, well, it ain't really all that funny. And so then she storms out. So then Elise comes behind her. And she asked her, she was like, why you always got to be embarrassing me in front of my friends? And Bianca is just like, it's not really a big deal. And Elise was like, yes, it is, because you don't have any friends of your own. So as a result, now I got to carry you around everywhere that I go with my friends. Y'all, I feel like that might have been my sister a time or two. So my sister is four years older than me. And I mean, I did have friends, but her friends always seem cooler naturally because they're older, right? So she always had to like tag, tag me along with her. Like, I know I got on her nerves. I love you, sis. Sorry about that. So as a result of her having to carry her around, she feels like Bianca's always the fun police. She's always running the fun. She's always scared to do stuff. And so Bianca was just like, you know what? All right, I'm going to go ahead and do it. So she decides to go through with it. And instead of all of the girls saying it in front of the one mirror together, they decide to split up and do, do it individually in front of separate mirrors. So they all turn off the lights at the same time. They say Bloody Mary three times. I'm not going to say it three times. But they all say it three times and then their candles blow out and then the mirror cracks and then she appears and guess who they have playing Bloody Mary, y'all? Miss Dominique Jackson, Miss Mother Electra herself, y'all. I absolutely love how Ryan and them always recycle their their cast and their actors. I love seeing her, but she's playing Bloody Mary today. And so she comes through the mirror and she tells them, you know, everything that they want to hear because, like Lena said, she can see the future. And so she tells them the truth about their futures and what she can see within their hearts. And so they all 
get different answers from her. So she tells them as she puts her hands on their shoulders to crave knowledge is a noble thing. And if they obey what she says, they can have whatever they wish. And so she whispers everything that they need to do um, into their ears as far as following her commands. And then the girls all run out screaming. And so they all meet up except for one and the girls end up running in there to Maggie. And so when they run in there to her, Maggie turns around because the lights are still out. And then as she's turning around, the girls can see her eyes and her eyes are clawed out y'all. And so they all start screaming and then the lights cut on and Maggie's just like, what's wrong with y'all? And so they were just like, oh my God, did you see that? Did you see that? And so Maggie was like, uh-uh, no, I'm, I'm fine. Nothing's wrong. So one by one, all the girls tell each other what Mary said. I'm gonna call her Mother Mary. What Mother Mary said to all of the girls individually. So Bianca goes first and she says that Mary spoke to her and told her that if she accused her guidance counselor of rape, then not only would he get fired, but as a result of her getting him in trouble, she'd get a full scholarship to Yale. So then Lena goes next and she says that Mother to, uh, Mother Mary told her to drop Anna from the top of the pyramid because she's a cheerleader. So she told her to drop Anna, who is the cheer captain, from the top of the pyramid. And although Anna would be paralyzed permanently, she would then be the cheer captain. And so then Maggie says that Mary told her that if she wanted to be with River, she would have to steal his current girlfriend's nudes and put them on the internet. She'd be humiliated, but... At least River would be hers forever. So then Elise goes last. And she says that Mary told her that, uh, well, sorry. So Elise goes last and she tells the girls that she told Mary that she wanted to be rich. And she told her that in order for that to happen, she would have to hurt. And then she stops because she doesn't want to say what Mary told her to do. And so she was like, yeah, you know, Mary told me, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not, I would never do anything like that. And so Bianca says that Mary's coming for them. And Elise was just like, you know, it's not real. It's over. And then the two girls go home. So when Elise and Bianca go home, they're met by moaning um, when they come through the door. And it's their mom and a random guy sitting on the couch and, well, let me not say random because I don't know if that's her boyfriend or not. But her mom is is giving the guy a, a good time. <laughs> giving him, obviously, probably a hand job. And she's just asking the girls, like, I told you not to come home tonight. I was supposed to have my alone time tonight. Why are you guys here? And so the girls end up giving her some type of excuse. And mind you, mama look like she tricking herself out. She looks very methed up cracked out all of that very girl of the nightish lady of the nightish so she was just like you know y'all are almost grown and she told them they couldn't stay and so she kicked them out the house for the night that's that's super trash very trash and so as she's telling them that the guy i'm gonna call him the john the john is unzipping his pants in front of the girls and so I can honestly see why Elise told Mary that she wanted money. Like, obviously, she's taking care of her sister. They're in a very piss-poor situation. Mom obviously doesn't care about their well-being. She just wants to try to 
get to a better economic state financially. So I can understand why she told her that she needed the money. She she has to take care of herself and her sister. So the girls end up sleeping in the car for the night. And Bianca tells Elise that she really, really wants to go to Yale. And that she wants to get out of the situation that she's in. She doesn't want to disappear among the thousands of people who actually apply but never get in. You know, and then they just become basically sad stories they get lost somewhere in the world they get hooked up on drugs they're never happy you know they just have these really bad outcomes in life excuse me I'm sorry and so Elise is just like you know you're way too smart for that that's never gonna happen and so while she's trying to give her all of these comforting affirmations mother Mary is glancing at them through the the driver mirror on the side the side mirror side note y'all and i (laughs) i don't know why it took me so long to realize that but ain't that annie ain't bianca the girl who played annie yeah i always wonder and then she played in another movie i can't remember the movie but apparently it i i remember it being really good but i do remember her playing annie so shout out to her she done grew up so fast forward to the next day and the girls are in class and the teacher's talking about reflections or infractions and all that other stuff that I don't even remember from school. And she asked, and Elise asked, can mirrors be doors to other worlds? And so the teacher answers with a very intelligent answer, but basically no. And so as she's answering Elise's question, she flips the board. And on the other side of the board is the actual mirror. And so... The teacher's still talking, and then the girls are zoned out because the mirror goes black. There's this water dripping noise, and then the mirror cracks, and Mary is in the mirror looking at them. And so, apparently, only the girls can see her, and she tells them that they all made packs with her. They need to fulfill them, and so they get really freaked out, obviously. I would be, too. And so then they run out the room. They ended up ending up running behind the bleachers on the football field. And so the girls are talking and they're just struggling with trying to figure out if they want to fulfill Mary's promise or end up dead. And so they were just like, whoa, end up dead. Where did that come from? And so then Lena tells them a story about her mom and how she went to this party way back when, when she was a kid. And they all started calling on Mother Mary. And then one by one, they started dying and then if they didn't end up dead they ended up in the psych ward and so the girls are looking at her like what the hell why didn't you tell us like that that was one of the consequences like aside from this supposedly being just a game and she was like I didn't know I just thought it was a dumb joke and so the girls are pissed at her and I don't blame them I'd be super heated too and so Bianca starts freaking out and Elise is just like you know don't worry I'll figure something out I always do It'll be fine. So Bianca is sitting down with her guidance counselor and he's looking over her admission essay into Yale or her personality essay or whatever they call it now. And he tells her that yes, it's good, but she needs to make them feel the desperation of her situation because I'm assuming that he knows about their mom and their living conditions. And so he was just like, you know, you need to make them feel the desperation a little bit more. And so Bianca's just like, yeah, I know things are bad, but 
it's not nothing that me and my sister can't handle like we we good that's that's the black girl magic in us we we make the shit work we make lemonade out of lemons understand and so he was just telling her that she needs to lean into the advantage of being less fortunate um because you know every year of course they do the minority scholarships and the disadvantaged scholarships and all that stuff all of the violin music scholarships um for us poor black folks and so she was just like okay so you went from me being desperate to now me being disadvantaged and so she was just like look I'm good on that I've gotten straight A's since I've been in school I'm a part of the robotics club and she's basically been elected the junior class president before sophomore year is even over like she's she's acing that thing like she she's owning it and so you know if that's not enough then she 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 don't know what to tell him and so he was just like you know I understand your situation I'm on your side and so as he tells her that he puts his hand on top of hers and so this obviously makes her uncomfortable and so then she looks over because she hears a noise and it's a mirror right there and again the mirror goes black and as the mirror goes black she sees into well mary shows her the future and so she sees her goddess counselor hanging from a noose and so she's super freaked out obviously and then he snaps her out of it and tells her uh and she tells him that she'll just end up starting another rough draft and trying to make it better and take his advice because she doesn't want that to happen to him and remember she's supposed to be accusing him of rape and so as a result of that I'm assuming that his future would have been that he would have committed suicide so then we step over to Elise and she's reading up on Mother Mary and the history of um you know her story and so then she runs across this article about Margaret Worth and apparently Margaret was a slave catcher and a bloody murderer that's the title of the um the article and so Elise is going to dig into that a little bit more meanwhile Maggie's in the hallway and her locker is not too far from her ex-boothang River and so River comes up and she's basically just trying to pour her little soul out to him telling him you know that breaking up with him was the dumbest thing that she ever did and so while she's in the process of pouring her soul out to him honey his current girlfriend comes up and she's just like you know what y'all talking about and so then Maggie is just like, oh, you know, nothing. So then she hears the noise. She looks in the mirror because she's got a mirror in her locker. She sees Mary and then she sees River and his current girlfriend and they're kissing. But as they're kissing, y'all, his current is missing half of her brain. <laughs> like what kind of fucked up futures are? <laughs> What's going on? What is going on? And so she freaks out and then she just, she walks away. So then it shoots over to Lena and remember Lena is a cheerleader. And so something was supposed to be happening today with spirit day or whatever like that. And so she's getting dressed in the locker room and Anna comes and tells her that she's stupid late. And so obviously this triggers something in Lena. Again, there's a full size mirror somewhere. There's a mirror always in in the in the surrounding perimeter (laughs) and so she looks in the mirror because she hears the noise and so then when she looks the mirror goes black obviously and then she sees Anna 
And Anna just like out of nowhere snaps her neck. And she's got blood coming down her face. And so then Anna comes back and she's like, come on, girl, shit, you already late, hurry up. So obviously after all of these horrible premonitions, the girls meet up again and they're just like, we can't do this no more. She's everywhere. She's going to get us. And so Bianca is just like, you know, give Elise some more time. She'll figure it out. She always figures it out. She she figures out how to take care of me, how to make the rent, and still how to come to school. Like, she, she'll figure it out. She saves everything else. She'll save us this time. And so Lena's just like, look, I know that's your sister and all, and I know you love her and trust her, but I'm not going to put all my eggs in her basket. I'm not going to wait on her. So she's just going to do what Mother Mary tell her to do. And that's drop Anna uh, from the pyramid. And so Lena's at practice. And they're hoisting Anna up. Side note, before, well, after Lena said what she said to Bianca, Bianca ran and got Elise. And so now Elise is at practice with Maggie and Bianca watching Lena. And so Lena's at practice and Anna's just like, all right, Lena, you know, I'm going to go up in the air and then I'm going to do this turn. I, I need you to stay focused because if I drop, then I might kill myself. And so Lena was just like, <laughs> I got you, girl. And so Anna goes up in the air. And just when it looks like um, Lena is going to give in to what Mother Mary told her to do, Elise yells out, you got this, Lena. You got this, girl. And so then Lena decides to change her mind and she catches Anna, but she barely catches her. And so then Anna comes down and she's just like, what the hell? And then Lena just walks off. So we're back with Elise and Bianca and Elise is telling her about Margaret Worth. And they're trying to figure out how Mary is tied into all of that and how she's still very present today. Like how her presence is still felt even more so today since that happened a really long time ago. And so Bianca tells Elise that it's not her fault that she's in a predicament that she's in. She decided to make this decision on her own to try to conjure Mary. And Elise is just like, you know, I forced you to do it. You know, I feel guilty for what I've done. I'm going to get you out of this because you're innocent. And so then she's got to go to work. And she tells Bianca, you know, don't stay up late. Make sure you do your work and I'll be back. And so I'm not sure... If she has an official job or she got some shady employment going on, but Elise is doing her thing, trying to make sure that her and Bianca are provided for. And so while Elise is gone, Bianca is awakened by Mary appearing in the mirror again, and she's looking dead at Bianca. And she was like, you know, I've been pretty patient with you. And if you don't do what I need you to do by midnight the next night, that's it, my girl. It's lights out. <laughs> and so this scares Bianca. And so Bianca ends up telling Elise what happened. And then Maggie runs up to them because they're sitting outside talking. And so then Maggie runs up to them and tells them that Lena is dead. Her parents found her in a bathtub, y'all, with her eyes gouged out. It was blood everywhere. It was a mess. It 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 was so bloody and messy. And so the girls are freaking out and Elise is just like, please, y'all, I understand it's looking real grim right now, but just hold on for a little bit longer. Don't do nothing stupid just yet. So we fast forward to the next day and Elise is asking 
I mean, because she's at an exhibit and she found out where she could find out more information about Margaret Worth. And so she's asking the exhibit guy. I don't know what you call those people. I, I don't know. I'm not going to even try the exhibit guy about Margaret Worth. And then he tells her, you know, that she was actually the reverse Harriet Tubman. She's the reverse of the Underground Railroad. She was so bad that she would gain the trust of all of the slaves that were running away. She'd invite them into her home. She'd tell them that she'd feed them and all the stuff. She was going to take care of them until they could get to the next house, the next safe house. But instead of her actually fulfilling those promises, she would abandon them and basically torture them by starving them to death. And so if they didn't die by torture of starvation, then she would call the slave catchers and then they would come and get those runaways. And so she was, she was atrocious y'all. And so then he tells Elise that they found Margaret's body down in the hidden space where the slaves were hiding. And when they found her body, they saw that she was stabbed violently like numerous times, but they never actually found her killer. And so then while he's telling her that he shows her the knife, that was allegedly used to kill her and it's closing time I'm assuming and so or close to closing time and so Elise just peeps where he stashes the keys because she's going to use this knife in some kind of way I'm not sure yet but she's going to use the knife so we skip back over to Maggie and Maggie is looking up pictures of River's current girl and she's trying to figure out which picture she wants to leak and so Bianca's with her and Bianca's just like, you know, I don't, I don't understand why you, why you're even considering doing this. And so Maggie was just like, did you see Lena? Like, are you kidding me? It's either her or me at this point. And so she's basically made her decision to live. And so while she's looking at the picture, she actually stumbles upon a sex tape that him and the current girl made together. Y'all, how old are these kids? Like, I know the new generation is very pro-sex, pro all of that. Like, I just, they too young, y'all. A sex tape? So, she finds a sex tape, and Bianca asks her, you know, if you, if you leak this, what if she kills herself because of what you've done? And she, she tells Bianca, like, look, I understand that the consequences for her may be really bad as far as me leaking this sex tape, but you have to understand, I just don't want to end up like Lena. And so she thinks about it some more and something happens. And so she ends up deciding not to leak the pictures or the sex tape. So Elise and Bianca are at home and Bianca's just like you know do you have a plan and so Elise is just like yeah we finna go commit larceny we finna go break into the museum where the knife is being healed and so um Bianca goes in and she's talking to the exhibit guy and he's telling her about something uh some um 
information that she needed because she she went to him as a ruse and was just like, you know, I need to get some information about a book report that's due tomorrow. And he was like, well, we're about to close. And she was just like, yeah, but I just got off work. And so he lets her in. And when he lets her in, Elise slips in behind them. And she, she grabs the keys from the hidden spot where he, he hid them the other day. And she breaks in and gets the knife. And so once she sees that Elise is in the clear, she's just like, all right, this has been wonderful. Thank you. You've been very helpful. And so they end up leaving. So when they leave, they're going to Maggie's house to try to get her so they can head to the woods and try to figure out how to kill Bloody Mary. And so when they get to Maggie's house, they're knocking on the door. Elise is just like, you know, I called her on the way here or before we got here. And she she hasn't been answering the phone. So they're knocking, knocking, knocking. Some kind of way they end up getting in the house. And so once they go to her room, they find Maggie. Y'all, she done met the same fate as Lena. She got her eyes gashed out, but she's in the bed. Um, And so... Bianca's just like we can't leave her like this we need to call the police and Elise is just like and tell them what how they gonna chase a, a spiritual entity how, 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 how's that gonna work so they head to the woods to try to figure out how to end Mary and her evilness so on their way through the woods she's telling Bianca her plan and Elise is just like, you know, once she's at the height of her powers, I'm going to use this knife because apparently this was the knife that killed Margaret. Um, she was the one that killed Margaret. I'm going to use this knife and I'm going to stab the mirror. And hopefully that's going to disable her ability to keep reflecting in the light in the mirrors. And so they start walking before the sun goes down and apparently they've been walking so long that now it's nighttime and so they finally end up finding the cabin they go looking for her they're saying her name but they can't find her and so Elise pulls out the candles and everything else that they had the other day since it's dark outside and they light the candle and they say her name three times and she appears in a mirror and so Elise has the knife and she's stalling. She she doesn't stab the mirror like she said she was going to do. And so Bianca's like, what are you doing? Like, what are you waiting for? Go ahead and do it. And so then Elise tells her that she's sorry because of what she's what she's about to do. Mary asks Elise, did she bring everything? And she replied, yes, she has all of it. And so then she tells Bianca that the night of the party, Mary promised her the world. She said that she would get everything that she desires and so when Mary actually came to Elise, she told her that she sensed that she wasn't afraid of her, but that she actually should be. And so she tells her that she really doesn't want money. What she really wants is safety, stability, and power. And so she can give her all of these things if she just brings her a few things. And so apparently what she had to bring her was the dagger and the blood of three innocents. And so she's got the two jars already. And so then Bianca finally puts two and two together. And she's like, oh, shit, I'm the third innocent. Why would you do this to me? I'm your sister. You basically led me out here to kill me and give me up to Mary so you can get what you wanted. And so Elise is just like, Bianca, I'm so sorry, but I'm so tired of being hungry. I'm tired of struggling. I'm tired of this and I'm tired of that. I just want to be stable. And I'm just like. 
You've been doing all of this for your sister forever and a day and providing for her. Why the fuck would you kill her when you should want to take her along with you so she can be stable and all of this? But I guess sometimes when you have the weight of being a caretaker for somebody, you just get tired after a while. And so she she didn't want to bring Bianca along. And so she was going to use her as the third innocent. And so Bianca takes off and she starts running. She hides, but then Bianca finds her and then she knocks her out. And so then Bianca comes to and she's talking to her. And again, Elise apologizes as she goes in for the stab of the eyes. And so instead of her stabbing her, Bianca does something real quick. Um, She ends up on top of Elise and she stabs her eyes out. And so Bianca's very upset right now. She's crying because she just killed her sister. And so she's just telling Mary, you know, you can go ahead and take me now because I didn't fulfill my promise, this, that, and the third. And so then Mary's just like, I never told anybody to kill anybody. As a matter of fact, I've never told anybody to kill anybody. I just reflect the truth of what is truly in people's souls. And so... Bianca chose not to do what Mary told her to do, but because Elise was so desperate to have a better lifestyle, that led her to the choice to kill others. And so Bianca tells her the story of how, sorry, she tells Bianca about the story of how she ran with her son to try to go get freedom. And then as a result, that house became her prison forever. So it flashes back and it's her and her son down there in the house with Margaret Worth and there with other slaves, obviously. And so Margaret opens up the latch and down comes her and a couple of other, I'm assuming, slave owners. And so they try to get all the slaves. And so they grab her son and she's like, no, 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 no. my son stays with me. Like, please don't, don't, don't take me from my son. Don't separate us. And so... She was like, she looked in the mirror and it had been so long since she had saw her own reflection. And so when she saw her reflection, she used her inner strength and called on the gods, like her ancestors. And she gained this almost superhuman um, like power and she killed everybody, including the girl that was helping Margaret basically like trap them there. And so... She was like, I I gained vengeance or whatever. And I gained justice at the same time. And so she said she didn't want to bring that evilness, that poison to her ancestors in the afterlife. And so she called on them again. And one of them provided her a safe space, like a, a in between a middle almost. And so that trapped her in the mirror and... While she's been in the mirror, she's gained nothing but insight and enlightenment and in truthfulness and all that stuff. And so <clears throat> she tells Bianca tells her, well, you know, we're we're in the same spot because now I have nobody. And then she gives Mary the blood to drink. And so as a result of that, now Mary is free. So Bianca set her free and I don't think she intended to, but she did. And so 
when she does that, something happens to the effect of her and Mary swapping places. And so now Bianca is stuck in the mirror and she's getting all this truthfulness and enlightenment like Mary did because um, I think Bianca felt bad about taking her sister out. I know she felt bad about taking her sister out. And so Mary tells her that she needed an innocent soul to set her free. And so now basically Bianca is going to be the new Mary. And so the episode cuts with all of these people calling on Mary. And then she looks into the mirror. And so that's the end of it. Y'all, I love American Horror Story. I love the franchise. But these stories this season, because I've watched all of them. I just now started um, reviewing uh, the actual episodes. But they just... They just ain't been hitting, y'all. <laughs> they ain't been hitting. Now I know it's not gonna be I'm I know it's not gonna be as good as, as a continuing anthology. Like I know that. But these stories this season are not as great as even the ones from season one. So I don't know. I don't know when they're coming back <laughs> to do another anthology hell, the one from last season. Hell, the ones from even last season are just the the anthology with the the aliens and the um the vampire. Yeah, Mm-mm. it it just wasn't a good look for me. So I don't know. Hopefully things will get better, y'all. But um, yeah. So that was American Horror Stories season two, episode five, titled Bloody Mary. Let me know what you guys think. You can always reach me at my TV reviews podcast at gmail.com. I'm also active now at me and you TV reviews um, on the Facebook discussion group if you want to go there. And then I also just created an Instagram. So the Instagram will let you guys know when I drop new stuff um, each week and what we'll be covering. If you guys have any recommendations, like I'm, I'm a a thriller or horror horror type of chick but um if we can find something that's funny like i'll be reviewing mike um the one that's coming on hulu so if you can find something that's really good that'll keep my interest um then just let me know if you guys have any really good suggestions i'd be more than happy to look at them and if they're good enough just review them and have discussions with you guys so um we'll see But until we meet again over the airwaves, I am Mo. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.